1: <laughs> oh, uh, so, as I said, I um, promised Mess I wouldn't do this. <laughs> but, um, as I said, there comes a time when there. Uh,
0: <laughs> 34 years ago today. Perhaps the most shocking moment a trade perspective in NHL history, August 9th, 1988, uh, Steve Winwood, by the way, that song Brendan Escott telling me was number one back in 1988, I can remember where I was, I was uh, up near Lovely, is it Lovely, I don't know, is it still Lovely up there, up near Grand Prairie, Alberta, and uh We were in shock, and we were listening to 630 Chet. That's uh, how we ended up getting it. I believe Scott Johnson, who was not at 630 Chet at the time, uh, actually broke the story at Edmonton, or so the story goes. It is the 34th anniversary of the Wayne Gretzky sale to the Los Angeles Kings. This is Oilers Now. It is brought to you by Digitex, by Alicia Neck's Office Network printer, from the digitex.ca e-commerce store, Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office IT and supplies. And coming up on today's show in seven minutes' time, Wayne Gretzky will join us on orders now. I'm sure he's uh, probably tired of talking about it over the years. The King's Ransom, the 30 for 30, done by Peter Berg. I remember the end of it. And uh, Peter asked, uh, what was the movie Peter Berg was in? It was a real good one with Linda Fiorentino. Somebody texted me on the Ashley Fine Flores text line, seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. Uh Peter Berg did the documentary, King's Ransom. Was it Battle? What the heck was the name of the movie? Uh, Linda Fiorentino was a, a unique talent uh, in the late 1980s, early 1990s. Uh, <laughs> Again, you can uh, text us at 780 34 years ago, says Gatsby. Bob, you were old. Uh, or you are old. Yeah, well, I was uh, young at that point uh, in my early 20s and in shock like everybody else. Uh, again, you can text us at any time. Where were you? You can tell us uh, if you're around, if you're not around. It was a, a significant moment in NHL history, and it'll tie into something that we discussed yesterday with Oilers GM, Ken Holland, whether or not the landscape has changed a bit. Because, of course, we went through a period here at Edmonton where our first Paul Coffey was traded, then Wayne Gretzky, then Mark Messier. Basically, uh, Gretzky and Messier were sold by Peter Pocklington. Uh, the Oilers, uh, during the days of the Edmonton Investors Group, Cal Nichols, who I think should be in the Hockey Hall of Fame, we didn't have a cap system back then, and the Oilers were forced to deal Bill Guerin and Doug Waite, who were completely happy playing in Edmonton. Things are a lot better now. We have a cap system in the National Hockey League. The Oilers have retained their two best players, McDavid and Drysdale. In fact, here's a stat for you that I thought I'd just throw out, did a little bit of research. And again, uh, you can text us at any time at 780-496-0063. Uh, The Edmonton Oilers, just to put things in perspective, uh, they're the only team in the National Hockey League. They've made a first-round pick each of the last nine years, since 2013. They have all of those first-round picks still in the organization. There's no other NHL team uh, that has either all of their first-round picks since 2013 well, that's, that's the simplest way to explain it because there's teams that did make first-round picks four or five times. They might have a couple of first-rounders that they've made since 2013, but not all nine. The Oilers are the only one. We're at a very different time and place for the Oilers organization, and that's exciting. Mark Spector, Sportsnet Spec for the Horses and Horse Racing Alberta. He will be uh, joining us from 1230 to 130 today. Horse Racing Alberta presents the Western Canada's biggest day in racing, the 93rd running of the Canadian Derby on Saturday, August 20th at Century Mile. Tickets now available. And today, Serge Lajoie, who was previously the head coach of the Alberta Golden Bears while Ian Herbers was on the Oilers staff on a three-year sabbatical and the head coach of the Kamloops Blazers. Serge Lajoie, somewhat surprisingly for me, uh, has uh, resurfaced uh, as the assistant coach of the Edmonton Oil Kings. I would suggest you, uh, he is eminently qualified for that position. So we'll talk to Serge at 135. You can text us, as I mentioned, on the Ashley Fine Floors text line, 780-496-0063. Get the new floors you've always wanted, 143rd Street, 111th Avenue, or head to ashleyfineflores.com for more. And the River Cree Resort Casino Hotline is 780-496-0063. Get charged up for the summer. Bring your players' club card to the venue. Get a free River Cree portable charger. For more information, head to the It It is the 34th anniversary of the Gretzky trade. That's our top story for the lake. Legacy Heating and Cooling, whether it's heating or cooling you need, to get it with no payments and no interest for a year. That's how you build a legacy, Legacy Heating and Cooling. We have two minutes to run a couple clips here as we go into the orders Now Audio Vault for Direct work, where specialized to work with your business, uh, outfit your crew from head to toe in Edmonton and Fort McMurray. We're actually going to, uh, Brendan, we're going to go to one on Broberg and Holloway and the expectation level from Ken Holland, orders GM, who was on the show yesterday about their ability to crack the team.
2: Broberg has now played two years in the Swedish league and one year in the American league, um, and he got his feet wet this year. And I think when, for the most part, when he played, we were real happy with him. So well, I'm going to give we're giving Broberg every opportunity to make the team. I mean, he's going to have to. I guess he probably going to have to play his way off the team more than play his way on the team. Based, I thought he had a real good year in Bakersfield. Um, and uh, you know, obviously, after the top five, right now as we as we speak, you know, I'm not sure where Slater Kukuk is at, and then we're into Broberg, Nemo line and Deharme that that competition. I mean, and I'm Samorukov, and expecting one of those for sure to be on our team. One of those young defensemen. Um, Holloway's going to be. It's a little more challenging with the signing of Bean uh, and and uh, you know the Fogel is here as a left winger. Uh, uh, whether Nugent Hopkins plays left winger, if he goes in the center, then you got McLeod that can play left winger center. You know, obviously with the re-signing of Evander Kane, um, Hyman can play left wing. Hyman can play can play right right wing so certainly Dylan uh, Dylan brings a provides a dimension of speed um you know he's 6 foot 1 and 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 size but I want as a young player He'll be in Edmonton if he's going to be in the lineup every night. I don't want Dylan Holloway to be the 13th or 14th forward. In my mind, Dylan Holloway's fighting for one of 12 spots, and if the coach tells me after training camp that he wants him in the lineup on opening night, he'll be on the team. If he's if he's going to be a healthy scratch, he can healthy scratch and play in the American League, and when we need him, we'll, we'll, we'll call him up. But they, these are the exciting decisions that we're going to have to make in training camp because I think we've got some good young players, and I'm anxious to see where they're at, and Holloway and Broberg are two of them. Now, uh, we had to ask. Uh, Paul Yarvey and Yamamoto's deals got
0: uh, done, obviously, uh, over the course of the last couple of weeks. They both had arbitration rights. Ryan McLeod does not. Uh, I asked Ken Holland yesterday and orders Now about Ryan McLeod and where we're at on that front.
2: It's an inevitability. We're going to get Ryan done. I mean, he's going to be he's, hes going to be in training camp. He'll be signed. Whether it's on a one-year deal or a two-year deal, I think they would like to see, you know, am I, am I done? I'm not sure I, I, exactly if I'm done. I would say to you right now, Bob, that probably the industry is kind of now that arbitration is over. Certainly the World Junior is on, but I've talked to a lot of managers over the last uh, uh, week or so, and the industry is starting to go quiet now. Until probably after Labor Day there are some players that are out there that are still looking for for opportunities and agents are, are, are calling but most of the teams uh, have spent their their cap space and they might have a little bit left and maybe looking for somebody that can maybe give you a little deeper between the 750 and you know less than a million dollar dollar mark so you know once you get after Labor Day weekend and fit teams start to start thinking towards prospect tournaments and training camp you know you can now maybe Maybe have some 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 conversations, but I think for the most part, everybody's kind of feeling pretty good about what they've got. They feel good about their kids. They're looking forward to getting to the training camp with what they've got and and uh, and sorting it all out. And we're we we're, we're in the same boat. All right, there you go. That's uh, from Oilers
0: general manager Ken Holland. Uh, we're going to play one more Ken Holland clip a little bit later on when we get Mark Spector. Uh, I'm going to bang off a couple texts here just before we go to break. You can text us at seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. Dwayne, wow, this was a tough one. He says, Bob, I was uh, the day of the trade. I was in a funeral procession and buried my father on this date at that time. Wow, Dwayne, everybody in the procession was in disbelief. Oil City Dynasty said, Bob, I was eight years old when 99 was traded. I found out at my grandma's house. Uh, I cried. Honestly, I'm still very upset about it. That one comes to us from Oil City Dynasty. And I think we're gonna have a chance to uh, There you go. Anyways, uh, we'll continue to to take a trip down memory lane here. You can text us at 780-496-0063. Did we lose him? He has to hit a shot at his charity tournament. He's going to give us a shout back hey, here. Are you, he's in his charity tournament right now, and he's yeah. doing this with us? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> he never mentioned anything about the charity tournament. <laughs> that is hilarious. Uh, Brendan, why don't we go to break, and uh, we'll come back with Wayne Gretzky. That stat again, uh, the Edmonton Oilers are the only organization... Every first-round pick that they've had since 2013, uh, they're the only organization to make a first-round pick in all nine years that still has all their players uh, still in the organization. No other NHL team has that. And think about it. There's been three different general managers during that stage. Craig McTavish, uh, Pete Cirelli, and uh, Ken Holland. We are going to head off to the River Creek Resort Casino Hotline. We are pleased to be joined today by our headliner on the 34th anniversary. Of uh, the biggest trade in the history of the NHL, or What is there's no headliner, is brought to you by Wilhock beef jerky. It just might be the best you've ever tasted. Search for Wilhock W I L H A U K today. We welcome back to the show Wayne Gretzky.
1: Hi Wayne, how you doing? I'm doing good. Robert, how you doing today? I'm doing
0: good. Are, are you? Did we catch you? At, you're at a celebrity tournament right now. We caught you in between shots.
1: No, I call it a celebrity tournament because I'm playing with my wife, Ray Whitney, and Coach Sean Payton. So I said, I'm in a celebrity tournament. I got, I got to get going here. Well, there you go. <laughs> and they're, all way, and they're, they're, they're all way better than I am. So, well, yeah, we're having a fun day.
0: Sean Payton's a pretty competitive fellow. Did a great job, obviously, coaching the Saints and uh, helping bring back that entire city. Hey, uh, look, it is the anniversary. We'll make it quick. You've done this so many times. Mm-hmm. D- does it ever just? Do you ever kind of think, like, just – you know how it changed and transformed hockey. Uh, you mm-hmm. you know you being sold to Los Angeles to the Kings.
1: Yeah, you know um, we've talked so much about it over 34 years, um, and you know it was great for everyone. Um, you know the Oilers went on to win a Stanley Cup and. Um, I really enjoyed my time in L.A., and uh, I love being part of the NHL. <clears throat> and, you know, um, it probably all started with a uh, tap on the shoulder from my dad uh, after we won the Cup in 88 that he told me I was going to get traded, and I thought he was uh, a little bit off his rocker. And, you know, in those days we had uh, telephones in our houses, and I got a phone call at 6.30 in the morning from Nelson Scalbania, and, he asked me how I would think about playing in Vancouver. and So it just, it was, the whole thing was a little bit crazy at the beginning, and then it sort of all unfolded. And unfortunately for everyone, uh, business is part of hockey. And, you know, I missed uh, so many great years of playing in Emmett with so many wonderful friends and great people. But uh, at the end of the day, I loved where I went to, and, you know, it was very enjoyable.
0: Uh, and you mentioned uh, Peter Berg did that documentary, King's Ransom. It was brilliant, Wayne. And you talked to, at the end of it that you thought maybe the team could have won at least a, a, a couple more. Is it, isn't it? it interesting now, uh, and I know you left last year to join uh, TNT, and, and we were privileged enough to have you on a few times, but just with a salary cap now and, uh, you know, the Oilers half franchise. It's in a completely different place now, Wayne, than it was during the days of Peter Pockington, isn't it?
1: Yeah. <clears throat> you know what? Uh, they're in a great place right now. Obviously, uh, they've got a wonderful young team and two of the best players in hockey. And with the leadership of guys like Darnell, um, I really like their hockey club. And obviously, you know, you and I have talked about this before. I'm very biased. Uh, I think my brother's done a wonderful job with all the young kids in Bakersfield. They have a tremendous farm system now. Kenny Holland's done a nice job. It's just uh, a fun group to to watch. Connor and I did a commercial a couple months ago in L.A., and he's so excited about his team, and he's looking forward to this year. They had a great run, and hopefully, you know, they have such wonderful fans in Edmonton, as I said so many times. It'll be great to see um, that team get to a Stanley Cup final and eventually win.
0: Well, uh, I have six degrees of separation because I know i have only got a a couple more minutes with you here, Wayne. Do you know which uh, CFL team uh, Sean Payton briefly played for?
1: Yeah. He told us a great story the other day. Uh, The first-string quarterback and the second-string quarterback got hurt. He went in. He was so excited. He thought that he was going to be the starting quarterback. And the general manager, I'm not sure his name, he said, I'm sorry to tell you, but you're cut. So he went from thinking he was the starting quarterback for the Ottawa Rough Riders to be in Cut. <laughs> he goes and made my career, but uh, he said, you know, as athletes we all look forward to starting. He said, I thought I was gonna start and they told me I was cut. <laughs> so yeah. just he's a wonderful man and I'm so excited for him. I said, You're gonna love being on the panel and on Fox. We have Coach John Cooper here. We coach we call him now Coach and we call Coach Peyton, we call him the panel. So, it all changed within a year. <laughs> How much did you enjoy doing the panel this year of t n t Wayne loved it. You know what? Uh, the guys on there are such good people uh t n t is just a wonderful company. Um, the greatest thing about it, you know biz the young kids love a c did a great job. Liam's a wonderful host, but I think it was important to have a friend on there that I could argue with, and Rick and I have been best friends for twenty five years and uh you know what we get in each other's faces and it makes it fun so you know what i loved every minute of it uh it was enjoyable i hated doing the brackets i told everyone i don't want to do a bracket. And- He said, you got to do the brackets, and I said, okay. But uh, other than that, everything about it I loved.
0: Well, small world. Uh, George Brancato was the coach of the Ottawa Rough Riders, not when Sean Payton was there, but you remember him coaching against the Eskimos in the 81 Grey Cup. George's daughter uh, married, Pete Chiarelli. So there you go. That's uh, useless, trivial information, Wayne, that I'm pretty good at. Hey, thanks for joining the show, Wayne.
1: Okay, hey, listen, hello to everyone in Edmonton. You guys are going to have a great year this year. Thanks a lot, Rob. All right. Have a great day. You bet. That is, here we go. That's
0: Wayne Gretzky joining us live with Sean Payton, celebrity golf tournament. How about that four foursome, eh? You got Janet, who's a pretty good golfer. Ray Whitney, who most guys will tell you is a real good golfer. Sean Payton and Wayne Gretzky. Uh, You know who Wayne was tight with as well? The late, great John Madden. Very good friends of John Madden. Oh, yeah. Uh, there you go. You can text us at 780-496-0063. Ed out of St. Catharines, Ontario says, Bob, I grew up in St. Thomas, a long time Oilers fan. I remember the day well. I just got home from swimming lessons, dripping wet. As a 12-year-old, my dad told me to look at the TV and saw the press conference. I was so upset, I literally spent the rest of the day under my bed in a wet swim trunks. Uh, And uh, Dino Bambino says, Bob, that's Wayne Gretzky thing to do, playing in a charity tournament and still uh, keeping an obligation to the Oilers fans. Yeah, well, hey, it's like that. Yeah, it's it's just a, it's an amazing situation when you think about it. Just kind of, um, I don't even know what to, <laughs> Adam says, Bob, I was six years old and in daycare when the trade happened. All the daycare staff were crying and hugging each other when they heard the news. I remember uh, when my dad picked me up, I asked him why everybody was crying, and he told me the news. The childhood trauma is still uh uh, real. Another texter says, "I cried too when the great one was traded." You could uh, text us at seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. Logan says, "Bob, isn't that stat incorrect?" No, it's not incorrect that I put out there. Since the twenty thirteen NHL draft, the Oilers have made a first round pick in every year. All nine of those first rounders are still with the club. Nine or ten. Nurse is one. Dry settle two. McDavid is three. Poliarvi is four. Yamamoto is five. Bouchard is six. Uh, Broberg is seven. Holloway is eight. Borgo is nine. Schaefer is ten. So they made ten first-round picks, uh, each uh, one per year. They're the only club. Uh, here's another one for you: the teams that finished in the top twelve in the NHL standings. The others were eleventh. There's only two teams that have a, a first uh, still old their first rounder from the last four years. Edmonton and Minnesota, and I think we know Minnesota's going to be in a tough spot this year, though uh, they, Dean Evison did a terrific job with that squad last season. So there you have it. That was Wayne Gretzky. He's our winners now, headliner for Wilhock Beef Jerky. Just might be the best you've ever tasted. Search for Wilhock, W-I-L-H-A-U-K today. Our top story, again, for legacy heating and cooling, the 34th anniversary of the Wayne Gretzky trade. Uh, Mark Spector coming up at uh, 1.25 today. We'll do NHL Today
2: for our friends at Elite Promotional Marketing. But at this time, we'll head off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell.